Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Again, yes. Welcome, everyone, to Event Brew Podcast, where we spill the tea and really all the great content is before and after we hit record. <laughs> I'm with. <laughs> and you get the leftovers. But you guys get to hear what we're drinking. So I have two out of the three. Dustin up in, he's up, up north. He's up in the, he's up in the great north We right don't now. even know. He's, yeah, he's up beyond the <laughs> we great sure wall. He's alive. We, we got a ping from him from his emergency cell phone. He's doing okay. He's somehow still alive in the tundra. Doing those events in Yellowknife or wherever he does events. Absolutely. Which gives us another opportunity to continue to make fun of with of him while he's not here <laughs> and you heard the two voices we have nick borelli with all seated and will curran with endless events burr, and i'm tui with just hot hot yes hot, 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 hot. all right so before we begin of course it's everyone's favorite time what are we drinking let me get mine out of the way real quick i am drinking agua water but um i i'll show it to you guys next week but uh i got a water ball that tracks how much water you're drinking it definitely helps to when you're tracking how much water you drink to drink more. And my snack of choice, because water's boring, is I'm eating goldfish, cheddar, OG original, salted crackers. Yeah. Tui, what are you drinking? I actually have been going nonstop today, which will go into our, our conversation. So what do I have in front of me? I, ha- I always have a Topo Chico on me. And I have a couple last sips of my melted down... Vietnamese iced coffee so nothing too exciting Nick what about you uh zero uh Mountain Dew zero that is (laughs) (laughs) it's uh do we have to be concerned man are you are you are you falling back on the horse are you like you know falling off the horse what's the right analogy is falling off the horse falling back on the horse if you could show me an example of someone falling back onto a horse then I would say that's probably it but having uh, seen a Jackie Chan movie well, he's probably <laughs> the exception, not the rule, uh, but it's certainly no one's falling onto horses with Mountain Dew uh, or getting onto horses. There's probably a weight limit with horses. So Mountain Dew, even within its zero form, not so good. It's not helping. Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got lots to do. Moving, opening things, painting, uh, working and uh, drinking that Mountain Dew. No time for water. Time Always that. time for water. Stay hydrated, which yeah. brings me on to the topic. Well, what are we talking about? Well, uh, you know, we wanted to talk. We had an episode way back in the day. I think it was episode two where we talked about stop using the word busy in the events industry. How everyone likes to ask each other how you're busy. Well, we made the seven deadly sins of event brew and we asked each other how busy we were. And Tui, you're, you're pretty slammed right now in Q4. And uh, instead of using the word busy, we'll use the word productive and that you've had a lot of events and a lot of kind of craziness going on. You know, what's going on in Q4 for you? Well, I honestly spent my half an hour break 
trying to make a video of me saying this. So hopefully this is right the first time. Just Q4 for me and a lot of event professionals, it's our most productive because we don't like saying the word busy time of the year. And it's also the most demanding, right? And that can lead to burnout and over stress. And that's due to tight deadlines, working early mornings, late night, on top of just like budget consideration and executing events right now and then getting ready for the new year. And that's designing, planning and preparing to produce there. And so I figured who better to have a honest, candid conversation about this busy season when, you know, with you two. So let's dive into it. You guys were saying, actually, let's actually talk about this because not everyone is extremely overwhelmed right now. We would have had such a good two-sided debate on this if Dustin were here. So you get two points. I will be I know, Dustin. Because I know Dustin right now would say that he's extremely – obviously, he's not even here. So he's super yeah. productive. But hey, guys. I'm for, drinking water right now. <laughs> I think he would say that like usually – He's basically Q, here now. Q, 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 <laughs> I'm really, really very busy for him because he does a lot of like holiday events and things like that too. But yeah, Nick and I were talking pre-show and saying that – well, it's also a little different for me now. Like I'm – no longer working the events as much. And I will say that Endless had a really, really busy October. Like uh, October tends to be like one of our busiest, most productive months. It's insane. But come December, like run after Thanksgiving, we like fall off kind of a cliff in a good way because I think everyone in court, like I'm primarily in corporate. So it's a lot of meetings and conventions and no one wants to do anything around this time because no one, you know, you're either doing annual last minute planning and things like that announcements for internally, which we do do a bit, but it's not as busy as like convention meeting season during the year. So it's usually a little bit quieter for us, and but we like it. It's a good chance for us to plan for next year, put something in place, clean some stuff up for, you know, do some winter cleaning and that sort of thing. But Nick, what about for you guys? Like what is, this quarter typically look like for you and you know yeah it's it's really different i mean when it comes to like it depends like on the business so like there's there's two kinds of lines of business that i'll see that has one is SaaS. so there's not a busy or slow season uh it's software and it's uh you know you pay monthly uh so we do different campaigns and things and there's different times where there's more likelihood for someone to uh you know convert into being uh, someone who is a subscriber, but that's pretty static. And then it comes to the virtual event platform where the events themselves take place more likely uh, and times where corporate does business. So right now for that, it's there's less of that, but then we've been doing a lot more holiday parties for internal events. So that kind of like fills that vacuum pretty nicely. On like in my role, when it comes to like lead generation and sales and marketing, uh, marketing can always just create its own work and just do stuff forever, you know, no problem there. But from the lead gen side, this is one of the slowest times of the year. You know, like this is Same not year. a time. Yeah, this is not a time where people we, we turn off our ads budget stuff. in December. We're like, we're not that's, bothering that's you. me. Yeah, <laughs> that happened last Nick, week for me. You're saying that, and I have an, a virtual holiday, corporate holiday event with all seated next week. So I have yeah. To- the holiday <laughs> parties are what fills it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess it's corporate, but I mean, like, you know, like corporate non-holiday parties. But like for me, it's yeah. uh, like uh, the virtual events, like it's that's what fills the gap for the next month is the holiday parties. Outside of holiday parties, though, trade shows, things of that nature, not as frequent. I mean, I, that's it. Next week, I'll actually be at a trade show for trade show producers, uh, Expo Expo. 
Uh, but that'll be kind of like the last time I go out in, into a show uh, an exhibit. So, uh, but anyways, lead gen, yeah. I mean, that's really how I look at life is, you know, how much money am I spending on Google? And right now it's like the least amount of the year. And uh, based on the bidding of everyone else in my market, uh, everyone else is doing the same thing. So it's, uh, you know, it, it just depends. Like for me, I could just fill it up with extra other things to do. I can work on stuff long form content i can create um event strategies uh for lead gen lots of things i mean we can, marketers can just you know this well you can just make as much work for yourself as you want to you have a question for you are you working productively <laughs> <laughs> are you working productively all the way up until the 24th of december so i definitely worked during the thanksgiving break and like if, Friday or you had to work Thursday too? No, I, I set healthy boundaries and I said I will not work on Thursday. And then Corey's birthday was Saturday. So I said not those two days, but Friday we had off as, the, as a company. I worked all day there. And then Sunday I did like a half a day. And I worked early this morning. I'm going to work later after this. But uh, it's not in corporate world. It's not ever the holiday seasons. Like we won't ever do anything on Christmas, but it's just getting everything prepared. Like my corporate clients want things prior just for budgeting approvals for Q1, you know, and then going into just and then even our approvals for budgeting. And so there's definitely a lot on my plate, but I feel like for the first time in what, like my 10 plus years in this industry, I feel, I shouldn't say like a veteran, but I feel like this is the first time that yes, I'm doing, I'm working late and I'm, and I'm doing a lot of work, but I'm in a good state of mind. And I think it's the company culture that I'm a part of. It's, it's me also being able to set my healthy boundaries and saying no and realizing that I'm more than just my title. I am, I have a life outside of work and so that's been nice because in before the pandemic, I like really was so prideful in like my title and just like all that I do with the with our industry. And now I'm like, there's there's a life outside of Tui Deep, all the acronyms and the title that I'm a part of in my professional life. There's a lot of other things that I can focus my mind and time energy into. So, yeah, you definitely should set those boundaries. I'm gonna always encourage that for you. Oh, thanks. What about you guys? Well, here's the thing. For those who are really uh, productive during this time of the year, especially I feel like social planners because of like the holidays and not so much wedding, but what what tips would you give them when you are in your busy season? Well, when I used to, and I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, I, I, I tend to share this a lot, um, but when I used to do high school and college events and they were primarily on Fridays and Saturdays, um, throughout the week, I really only got Sundays off was, and sometimes not really, um, or like Sunday, you're just so wiped out. You just like, don't want to move. But what I used to do is I'd schedule breaks along the way. And I called this more about like setting, having the right pace rather than waiting for the two week vacation or whatever it is. And I think this generally works for everybody in the events industry, but having a way to design it where you take breaks throughout the week. So for example, like Tuesday night, I go get dinner with friends. Wednesday night, I play board games. Thursday night, I watch movies and finding these small breaks along the way allowed me to have a much better stamina to last longer. Um, and when it came to work and having to work weekends, I wasn't always looking forward to the weekend. Um, now that I'm more of like a corporate esque job, 
um, you know, I have weekends, so it's not as important, but it, 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 Still, I think it has helped me that I've kept those habits. So then that way I can have that healthy lifestyle throughout the week and I don't feel the need to be like burnt out by the end of the week or craving for a Friday. Um, so that's been really helpful for me. Um, and I, I definitely have found that like just keeping that habit long term has helped me a ton. So I think that, that can apply to everybody, even not just social social planners out there, but everybody involved. What about you, Nick? What's your what's your tip for those who are in the midst of productivity season? I mean – I think that surrounding yourself with other people that get it uh, in your life, you know, other people that you can vent to and that other people that uh, understand your pace is kind of off and on and not necessarily the nine to five Monday through Friday thing, but like it has a, has a different ebb and flow to it is really helpful because it, it gets tough when you have people that just don't understand. Wait, why can't you come out with us this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Inevitably, that's why I ended up having like all my friends. Uh, in life ended up being in the events industry. It was just like easier that way. Uh, so I think that's a big part of it. I also think that like there is something to be said about uh, I, I, I used to go to shows in the beginning of the year as an attendee uh, to recharge my battery for that. So like it wasn't necessarily like a, a vacation recharge your battery, but like at the end of a busy season or at the end of a year, you kind of like you're like, okay, is this what I want to do? You know, is like there is there is there like is this draining, whatever? And then having yourself exposed to the best of the best, people that are really passionate about what you do, people that can show you a new corner, a new angle on um why you do what you do, um, really recharges kind of like uh it just gives you the energy you need to like say, you know, in the midst of it late, you know, months later when you're in another busier time, you're like, you know why am I doing this? It gives you that kind of like sense of this is important. This is valuable. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm meant to do. So th- there's all kinds of ways to recharge and balance. And I think that keeping your eye on what the the best parts of what you do and reminding yourself and like scheduling that in, in some ways, either it being with a community of people who uh, do what you do as well, uh, or, you know, these kind of like larger events where you get to be exposed to like, just the you know the smartest people and the most passionate um those are things that i've done over the years that have made it so like i've uh had a consistency in the energy i have Tui, what's your tip gosh my tip well i like what you said well about giving yourself time because we really are batteries when we need to just refuel and just recharge and have those moments of like maybe this time I can keep working but I'm just on low battery mode right now and this was a great example I wrote to you guys earlier today I said hey we're still good on recording but I have a hard stop at this time because I'm going to do the most LA thing ever I'm going to the beach to do a sound bath and that's like just taking care of myself and so on top of setting your healthy boundaries, I would say give grace and compassion to your clients, your supplier partners, your fellow colleagues and teammates, and then also yourself, because we're all trying to do the best that we can. And we may have struggles work or outside of work related. So it just goes back to being a human, being raised human and being empathetic towards one another. Because I think once we when we start working against each other, we can't do our jobs without others. I can't get my task completed without supplier partners. And so understanding that there might be some, especially during the holidays, right, with families, there's a lot of pressure and, and those kind of things. And so I am empathetic and compassionate and I give everyone grace 
if they can't meet a deadline, I'm okay with that. And as long as they're communicating. So, yeah. I'll, I'll add, I think, one thing that uh, since probably this episode will not be listened to someone like in Q4 of 2022, probably only listen to it this quarter. I think also in this specific quarter, too, we're seeing a lot of last minute bookings in general. So what Tui said, I think a lot of people need to take back into their heart and just be really communicative about timelines and everything like that. Um, I mean, I again, I don't do a lot of client facing work as much as I used to. I'm not working on site as much as I used to. Should have brought Chantel onto this episode <laughs> instead of me. But I think one thing that I, I hear a lot of is just, yeah, people are coming up and they're like, yeah, I need to sign a proposal in two weeks. And we're like, what? This is like a gigantic event that would take months to plan. I have like, we have one client right now who's like, yeah, when they sign this, we have to do what we normally do in six months in like five weeks. And so I think one thing it's really important to keep in mind is just the last minute nature that everybody's feeling right now, which is good and bad. It's good because you're like, man, I'm getting more revenue than I thought I would, but it's also bad because it's causing people to have to compress their timelines. So I think one of the most important things to think about is just be prepared for people to come in. So I think not only have grace for your vendors, but also as the vendor, when people are coming in last minute, have the empathy back towards them too, because I'm betting a lot of these clients right now have been sitting in meetings for months where people have been saying, no, you can't do a meeting. No, you can't do a meeting. We don't want to do it. And then finally someone goes, oh my gosh, look how much budget we have left over yeah, sure. Cases are low right now. Go for it. As long as everyone wears masks and we get sick, go. And then they're like, well, wait, can we do this for like, do I have a year to plan this? They're like, no, I need you to do it for the, the end of the year meeting tomorrow or that's in four weeks. So I think having that, that same empathy back towards them, it goes, uh, I think a hundred percent both ways. Um, because it's just, I think it's a little chaotic time for everybody right now. I love that perspective. And thank you for even saying that because I've definitely sent a lot of RFPs with tight deadlines right before the holiday season and I need it like today. So, and, and it's nice to one, like the beginning of my career, I was a supplier partner. So now being the planner, it's actually really nice to be reminded of those things. So definitely really appreciate it. Yeah, it just comes down to communication, I think, you know, for a lot of this stuff is that uh, people have different capacities. And I think that, like, there's a level of communication that includes transparency that takes it to that next level. And that uh, transparency means that you have to be able to uh, be honest and you have to be open uh, and human and, and say that these things are important. I understand. Look, it's not that I don't. It's not a binary. It's not that I don't appreciate your business. It's not that I don't appreciate you. Um, it's just that I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this, uh, you know, I want to be able to be at my, you know, height, uh, at my peak for you anytime. And to do that, I have to do these things. Uh, you know, it takes a little bit longer to do. It sounds a little bit less corporate when you communicate like that in the historic way that corporate, you know, communicates. However, all of those things kind of set you uh, apart from everyone else. Like I used to say that, you know, uh, like event industry people, like they're, they're really like the giving tree. And the, the, the part where the giving tree messes up at the end is it didn't actually provide, uh, it didn't have the boundaries to provide something for the next generation, uh, to Ooh. not to criticize that tree, but, um, you know, like it's not a sustainable model. It's a dead tree at the end. And, uh, there is a way to, the, to, you know, have had a relationship with that, uh, where like that story to me is a weird story of like a user, uh, and, uh, and, and, and a thing that gave everything and then, you know, got, you know, went on to the next thing. Um, uh, 
in in the events industry, like we should aim towards being uh, long term. And we people say partners all the time because it's like a you know an easy shortcut to say like I want to be your partner, not your vendor. Uh, that requires uh, you to be like very much on the same page as far as uh, what it takes to be someone who is going to work with you for the long haul uh, versus the ve- the really difference between the partner and the vendor, I think, as the vendor is someone who is used uh, until their usefulness is done. Uh, and then, you know, they go on to the next one. And I, I've seen certain employers do that with their employees. I've seen, you know, uh, industries where corners of the industry, you know, talk to other parts of the industry like that. And I've, I've certainly been a part of, uh, you know, relationships between uh, vendors and vendor partners like that. And they're all missing the the secret to long-term sustainable success which is, uh, you know, like a lot of the words that were said before, which were things like grace and, uh, you know, communication and honesty. Uh, all of those things require you to um, stop and say, I'm not the most important thing. Um, my This job isn't the most important thing. What What is the most important is um, everyone coming out whole, everyone coming out uh, in, in win-win. So like for us as creatives in the creative industry, I always find the most creative thing you can do is to create situations where everyone wins. It's mm, very, I, I think, I, yeah, I think it's very easy to create a situation where, where the, where there's one winning party. Um, it's, it's not very creative. It's just give me all the things I need. And, uh, when it's I want to make you better at the end of this, and uh, and my and I'll be better at the end of this as well. That's that's true creativity is is make is like kind of closing the loop on a sustainable uh, relationship. I love it. As my three year old <laughs> waves at me and blows me kisses. Mm, I'd be blowing you kisses too. Well, you can. It's a. It's an audio uh, medium, so we can, you know, take some of that and apply it for the listeners if they're interested in uh, in podcast kiss blowing, which, uh, you know. <laughs> it's the new trend in podcasting is podcast kiss blowing. That's our fourth podcast we're going to be coming yeah, up with. Yeah, I'm sure. If you're not subscribed to Event Icons, Event yeah. Tech Podcast, or Event Brew, now's the time because we're about to introduce Event Kisses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, February 14th, it'll be launched. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's on well, the content calendar. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, I echo a lot of things uh, that uh, that Tui said uh, as far as uh, her experience. Really, she she is one of the best experiences, which is being on both sides. And I think that like that's what it takes. I think for the people who are the best at this, uh, they have been in. You know, like who's who's the best tipper? Anyone who's worked in the service industry at any given point in their t- in their life. Um, who's the best at? at uh, vendor relations, uh, someone who has been on both sides of the table. So uh, I, I think a lot of times, if you don't have that experience yourself, uh, consider surrounding yourself uh, and having team members on your team who uh, have been on the other side. Uh, that's probably a, a, a secret shortcut uh, to that uh, that kind of great vendor relationships is uh, hiring people who have, have actually been vendors um, that's if I had one kind of like, you know, secret silver bullet to all of this, uh, it would be, uh, have, have a team who is, uh, you know, or yourself, uh, anyone around you who's been on the other side, that's really what it takes frequently, uh, to get it. And, uh, it's, it's certainly something we can all, you know, 
strive towards is having a better understanding of uh, our our partners. One of the long time ago, a guy I knew, I know still, uh, Mark Kingsdorf, he's a wedding planner, he's in Florida, uh, he has worked at Disney. Um, he he had this thing where he had this, it was called the Queen of Hearts. Uh, he actually sold the company, uh, Wedding Planners in, in Philly. And he had every one of the planners on his team, they had to uh, work for a catering company uh, and shadow uh, them for, I forget how many hours. And what it did is it made them understand what it takes uh, to be, you know, to do that work and to uh, and to be at work at that pace and what that pace does to someone. So later on, when they were, uh, you know, dealing with them as far as here's the expectation of this being due at a certain time or can you make this happen or whatever, they'd been in that seat and uh, their their ability to connect with them was just so much better. You said something earlier, Nick, that I loved and um, on my remain productive, get to do list on my phone. My first thing that I have on there is don't forget to inhale. And we're constantly exhaling, constantly exhaling. You were talking about the giving tree. And that is something that I'm reminded of every day is in order to exhale, you have to inhale and you have Mm -hmm. to take care of you. So I love Mm -hmm. that you talk about that. And then, well, you mentioned that This is something where I was, I had my aha, like, wow, I kind of feel like a veteran in this industry now because I was so used to just pushing myself to like past my limit towards past my breaking point. I was like, no, no breaks. I got to get, we will always have work, you guys. Like, and so I actually, if I know I'm on a deadline and I'm just not creatively there, I actually will give myself a break. Like I'll go and do anything else, but get the work done. I'll even like, turn off for the night and then wake up early the next morning and I feel refreshed. And then that's, I think where, why we keep saying productive versus busy, because when we're busy, that doesn't mean that we're actually getting things accomplished. When we're productive, we're in that flow state is when the like magic happens. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that I, I, I recognize too, is like, I'd be curious. We've been in a survey, like our event brew audience, uh, just to kind of curiosity to hear, but I think it's one of those things too, the longer that you are in the industry too, the easier it is to recognize these things and see it's going to all be okay and, you know, to be calm under the surface. But it for all of our like, you know, newer planners, I'd say if you've been doing this less than four years, you're probably new. Um, you know, it's going to get, it's going to get better and you're going to figure it out as time goes along. I know. And I know this last year has been absolutely chaotic and we're right now trying to like do anything we can to now grow our businesses and, you know, exit this pandemic uh, successfully. But I think it's one of these things that I recognize too, that like, you know, I rem- when I was busy season, I would just be like absolutely freaking out. There's so much going on, but you know, as you start to do this longer, you start to get things more in control. You understand the patterns of what's happening. You start to create mental models of what's going to happen. And it gets easier the longer that you've been doing this. And you'll also recognize too, that, you know, that there's always, yeah, work around the corner. Yep. I think that, that's a lot of it. I think that it takes a perspective of uh, knowing that you can, you could kill yourself or your your clients every single time. Uh, I mean, you really could. There's there's always more you could do. There's always more information that you could get. There's always more plans. You know, B, C, D, E, F. And there's always going to be another Q four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and like honestly. 
what's most important, I think, uh, that you learn over time is that if you if you really want to give your all, you have to like be your all, and that requires you yes. to, to do work for yourself. So sometimes I think event people are hospitality first uh, before they are um, they care about themselves, or they would probably work at a job or a, an industry that makes them more money. Um, I think uh, the reason, if I can get through them anyway, usually uh, it's if you want to give more, <laughs> you have to uh, be able to take care of yourself. Uh, and that seems to like make more sense for some reason than uh, you should just take care of yourself. So uh, the best way you can take care of other people is take care of yourself, similar to the oxygen that you have to pull down uh, in the airplane uh, first I was for just yourself. thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, if if you can't do it for you, do it for them. But ultimately, you have to. It's all one same thing. What an amazing conversation! I feel like we're just barely getting in, like diving deep into it. So, Will, call to action. What do you want? What do you want our brew crew? I want to know what people are doing to to remain sane during their productive season, um, and what they do. Like I talked a little bit about, full, you know, the pacing and you know taking small breaks and everything like that. Um, by the way, if you like that idea and want to improve upon it, there's a book called The Power of Full Engagement, which I read like ten years after I came up with that idea, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're basically. To talking about science that backs this up so check that out but i'd love to hear from everybody out in the audience shoot us an email eventbrew at helloendless.com and let us know what are you doing to stay sane and what are you doing to take care of you during productive season yeah i want to actually read those and and get the feedback and tips you can also use hashtag event brew and man i actually always look forward to these like conversations well nick thank you so much dustin no soup for you and <laughs> Until next episode, we will chat with you, spill the tea with you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Event Brew. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.